0: Hello and welcome to Bears Beyond the Gate, a Bristol podcast made by depressed fans for depressed fans. We're four season card holders at Ashton Gate who wonder why we love the club, the game and all things Bears. It was bonfire night for the game against Saracen, but the Bears were unable to sparkle and fell to a 25 points to 10 defeat against the Tabletoppers. Here's our thoughts on Saturday's experience, both on and off the pitch. We also look ahead to Friday's friendly against Cardiff Rugby at the Gate. All, all this and more on this week's show. I'm Depressed Tony and I'm joined by lifeless Lee, miserable Miles and pessimistic Pete for a cheeky beer and some rugby banter. Well, boys, we're, we're, back, at, we're back at Lee's. There's the four of us together, so that's that's the good news out the way. Um, I think probably it's fair to say we're going to start this with a gets my goat special. Um, for regular listeners, they, they know over the first couple of uh, seasons we had this feature called gets my goat, and it was things that really annoyed us. So uh, well, let's let's get straight into the game. And uh, Pete, what got your goat on Saturday? Well, mate, it was uh, we've had bubblegate.
1: We've had Learning's Gate and now, unfortunately, we have Pyro Gate. <laughs> I'm afraid, Tony, I've got to start with the uh, with the, the non-event for, well, the whole of the Dolman Stand and most of the South Stand, which was the so-called, and I'm do- saying this in inverted commas, Fireworks Spectacular, that was advertised on social media with all the players stood in front of all of these big kind of fireworks, purple, green... Uh, blue fireworks, um, and we were there, told quite clearly on the website to get to your seats early, which, so we, the, all which did. we all yeah, did. Yeah. Um, and on a day where they'd advertise for mates' rates, so there were lots of new people at the ground, um, told to get there, including my family, Miles's family, coming, you know, as a one off because they don't normally come. Lots of kids in the ground, and um, big, big, we're in the seats early, big um, sign comes up. 15 minutes to kick off and I'm thinking here it is here well, it is we, we all looked t- we're t- all looking to the towards sky. the atio did, yeah. we're looking towards the atio because clearly that's the most obvious place to put some fireworks up you know we we weren't expecting you know royal wedding style fireworks but we were expecting a firework spectacular and uh, nothing no good near anything. Then it comes up ten minutes to go. Think, okay, well it is raining, so you know, fair play. Maybe they're having a problem lighting it. Five minutes to go, and then Saracens come out onto the pitch, and uh, they're waiting. And then there's a photograph of our boys in the in the uh, in the change room holding And I think, well, this is it. What we're going, this is brilliant. What we're going to do is we're going to come out to the fireworks spectacular, leaving the Saracens boys in the in the rain. Get a psychological advantage on them. Come out and. Uh, we get about three flames Off the atio, Don't we Yeah um, And I think Okay That's the start Here we go Here we go The big one Because they all stopped Didn't they They looked like they stopped The players Didn't come out I said like, here we go Refs come out berp, Off we go And, and uh, All of us In the dolmen. Well I, I assumed At that time All of us in the whole stadium Were wondering What the hell had happened where this this massive promotional campaign that had been going on for months with emails (laughs) reminding us... And anyway, no, no, no idea. And it was only subsequently that we found out the what is it? How many people in the dolmen? Nine, eight, nine thousand. Yeah, mainly get. season ticket holders. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And in the south stand, mainly season <laughs> ticket holders. We only find out from some social media post from some random person who'd been in the Lansdown that there had been some fireworks on top of the dolmen. <laughs> <laughs> on top of the dolmen. <laughs> but, but they surely lasted for quite some well, time, uh, though, yeah, didn't they? Yeah, well, apparently they were rubbish. Uh, and, and, and to be honest, that's not the point, Miles. That's not the point. The point is is that this was advertised as a firework spectacular. Yeah. And then not you, one you, point were we told it was going to be, there was going to be any kind of restricted viewing or anything like that. But you sold it to your kids yeah, as well, yeah. didn't you? Yeah, people Absolutely. sold it. And, and I'm not joking. I mean, I, I was fu- I was furious. And I, and I know it's just some poxy fireworks and whatnot, but it's just the principle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The principle yeah. is we just got lied to. And, but, and it wasn't us, but it, but then obviously people in the... Lab, and then I read, you know what I did in the morning? I read The Times newspaper report, and the punk who wrote The Times said something like, Bristol ran out to an exhilarating firework display. And the first thing was, was a- well, why does he
2: get to see it and we don't get? And then the second thing was, is what? that man is that man on drugs? Who's at Nelsian Backwell Club? Because oh, the panel has amazing display. I mean, client
1: what? journalism for you. But anyway, look, I'm, I'm going on on one. But boys, I mean, it... That just set the scene, didn't it? And, it, and it, 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 if we can't expect to be given the truth or looked after on,
0: or off the pitch,
1: then we need to see some stuff on the
0: pitch. Mm. And Absolutely. There were lots of people there that had brought families expecting to see some rugby and also a firework display. And the fact that all of us
3: in the Dolman didn't have a scooby doo no. that there'd even no. been a firework display. We didn't even hear them, did we? No. I'm I, not being funny. I could have brought my dog Stan down to that stadium yesterday. And he would have had a cigar on. He wouldn't have been panicked <laughs> at all. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was. And can it we just reiterate? People will be saying now, oh, what are you getting so upset about about
1: some poxy fireworks? I, I agree. But it's not that, it's not the no, fireworks, no, no. is it? No, it was, it's the principle. No, I Absolutely. False I want to make that very yeah. clear. So before people have a go at me about getting worried about fireworks, it's the principle.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right, well, that's certainly got your goat. Um, <laughs> Miles, what got your goat on Saturday?
2: Well, uh, I mean, I, I, just to add to Pete, I brought my entire family on, so let's move on from fireworks. Um, there was a great crowd there, what, 18,500 uh, attendees, which is fantastic. Um, but the bars didn't seem that busy, did they? Well, um, they did when I got well, there. When you got there, but at half-time, the Duchess went so they, down. They were busy at half-time as well. Yeah, <laughs> just to get herself a couple of lagers, and... The bar had run out of beer, no, Pete. No. By half time, she went to get Varga, not uh, not champers. Oh, absolutely! You know, she's a she's a fonder fond of a, a, a gassy drink once in a while <laughs> that's not champers. So she had to have the poor man's drink, some cider. Would you take it? I mean, she came out fuming, really. Um, so oh. the fact that they, you know, a poor fireworks display ran out oh, of beer. Thanks. I mean, what else could have gone wrong with the uh, the, the services in the in the in the as well, people. Well, I mean, what you
1: talk about? Fireworks with no fireworks. Yeah. Bars, bars with no beer. Beer, Half time. The coffee and pasty shop, the, which is named the Pasty Shop. Well, the pasty coming? No pasties. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is, there's advertising standards authority issues all over this game. Anyway, yeah.
0: all right. So, oh, so the bar and the, the the main bar in the middle of the dorm went yeah, out to close just just it after did. half time. I mean, I don't know what they were doing. They had some kind of problem, but again,
2: shambles. I think they did run out of gas. They ran didn't out, they? out of gas. I yeah. mean, you could say that about the rugby, but uh, yeah, for the bar to run out of gas, come on.
3: All right, and uh, Lee, what got your goat? Well, I'm going to mention, you know, because obviously everyone knows that I am hopeless at Tech, but I'm going to take this one because when we we were sat in the stadium, right, and they're announcing the the squad of the team, and, you know, we're running through the list and all the players we can see, and all of a sudden we get Will Porter comes up, and it's just the grey man, you know what I mean, from X-Files or something, isn't it? And then Joe Batley, Tyak. They're just grey shadows, silhouettes. And correct me if I'm wrong, they've been at the club for at least, what, two, three weeks now. Surely someone from Bristol Bears can grab all of a phone and take a photograph and get it sent out. You know what I mean? So it comes up on the screens. Because if I can do it, then that's saying everything, isn't it? Everyone knows how bad I am at tech. I I couldn't agree with
0: you more. And I I almost feel it's disrespectful that, you know, they've got these players that are putting their, their bodies on the line and, and the club can't be asked to take a picture of them yeah. so it's on the website and on the big screen when, when it comes to a game especially Batley you know he's played three games for the club yeah. um, but but still just a, a, a <laughs> blank shadow
3: well, <laughs> they, Batley, have, they could have even uh, shown a picture of him in his, yeah. in his old <laughs> Bristol picture yeah. from three years ago at least it would have at least it would have been his profile up there he <laughs> would have yeah. looked younger wouldn't he he would have loved
2: that
0: <laughs> alright well let's see it. it's goat, goat Central there and we won't even get Pete to talk about his expensive chocolate that he bought half <laughs> time because I think he moaned about that to everybody in the dolmen
3: There was at least three rows that knew about Pete's just, uh, complete distaste in uh, having to spend what was it, £3.50 £3. for two bars of chocolate with discount as a f-
1: seasoning oh. older. Oh. And,
3: oh, there we go. Should we talk about the game then? We'll talk
0: about yeah. the game, but, you know, I just wanted to say that, you know, just, just so I kept that, that feeling, I actually put a couple of stones in my shoes today so I mm. could walk around in pain <laughs> just, <laughs> just so I could keep that feeling about 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 Saturday. But um, let's let's go to uh, Pete first and um, your thoughts when you saw the team sheet.
1: Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll try and be a bit more level-headed now because obviously I went on rant there, but... I mean, we when we team sheet came, out, we knew we had a lot of injury problems. We knew it was going to be a tough, tough ass. We had the England boys out and, and many injuries, um, and we'd even forgotten about Vui was going to be going to Samoa and, and McGinty going to America, USA. So you, we've got to be honest. When we saw that team sheet, great to see Diego Bailey, Joe Jenkins, see some youth. We, we kind of realised we were we were you know not scraping the barrel because that's disrespectful. but we were we were low down the squad. Yeah. So I've got to be honest. I didn't expect anything. I don't think anyone really expected us to, to 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 get a result. Um and a lot of people were kind of expecting a cricket score and I think we kind of had you know thought well fair enough, you know. That that that, that might be the case. But so but of course the reality is is that then you come away from that game feeling incredibly disappointed about about the performance and about and potentially about the result as well because the feeling could have been that it, on an, or it could have been a little bit more different or if it wasn't going to be different, we could have at least come away from the game feeling that we had
3: done something to try and change the narrative of the game. And I mean, also, we got to remember that this was far from Saracens' best team. Oh, I mean, yeah, they, They've absolutely. got a brilliant squad. Don't get me wrong, but this wasn't <laughs> well, this wasn't yeah. the A team and, we were facing I think as well. And the reality
1: was that the, they had a pretty serious backline. There was a lot yeah. of oh, idea, yes. yeah, I'd yeah. say. But but Pat but for, in terms of the packs, I I looked at it, and thought well, we can we can front up here. Um, you know, we, we, it's a fairly maybe you know, they got some good play. Got Ben Earl obviously and Jackson Ray a few. Others. So we've got some, you know one or two our big boys. So. You know, I, I was kind of optimistic in the sense that we had a I felt we had a quality up front, perhaps, and, and then maybe we'd have a plan. Yeah. To kind of do something, to score tries around the other side. Mm-hmm. But that was my feelings at the time.
0: Well, Miles, let me come to you next. We well, it was half an hour, wasn't it? And it was uh nil nil and fair to say a game of Aerial bombardments and
2: kick tennis. Well, absolutely, but this is—I think this is not the first time we tried to play sort of rugby tennis with Saris, is it? I think a few years ago we did the same. Last season. Um, yeah. yeah, last season and the season before, um, and in part it worked. I don't know, but this the, last night, it certainly didn't. It was—it uh, was a bit dull, wasn't it? To say the least, for the first thirty minutes. I didn't know, quite know what we were hoping to achieve. After 15, we were still kicking to one of the best backs in the country, Malins, who's joining us next season, thankfully, who wasn't dropping anything on a sort of wet, greasy night, um, safe hands. Uh, and the narrative just didn't change, did it? I mean, I, the fact I actually, what I did like though was the look of some of the box kicks from Porter. I'll be a bit long occasionally, it was promising from him, but Sheedy was cooking. cooking Back to Maiden's far too many times, far too long, uh, missing the missing the touch, and I think um, I think after 30 minutes, I felt like just going down to the bar because I didn't really feel like I would missed any. They'd ex- run out of log, yeah, it? any mm. exciting rugby, so not not great for the sort of mutual fan.
0: And the thing is, Miles, probably our weakest area as a as a club is the kicking game out out of hand, and you know we. The kick chase wasn't there, kicks were too long, you know. Kickoffs all season have pretty much been too long, not putting mm. any pressure. If you're going to have a kicking game, you need to be able to compete, don't you? Uh, I mean, you've got
3: to execute. And the thing is, we mm. didn't do that. We didn't do that all day. No, no, no. And the thing is, like Miles has said, we've tried these tactic, tactics against Sarries before, and it has worked. But I mean, it was pretty clear after half an hour that it wasn't going to work no, exactly last night and like Mac, uh, like mars just said Max Melins wasn't missing anything right. and all we were doing was giving him a platform to run the ball back at us which subsequently that cost us the first try wasn't it because Chealy yeah, yeah. doesn't find touch and it was a, I mean, can't take away from the fact it was class it no. was absolute class from Melins but the fact is when you've got somebody uh, we all know and the Bristol Bears players and Pat Lamb knows what millions can do because we're signing a bloody player for, the, for next season. And to give him that opportunity, it's just,
1: it's but, crazy. I mean, part of me thinks that actually uh, the alternative viewpoint is that, that we were kicking long on purpose because it, it was an incredibly negative strategy to keep Saracens pegged back.
2: Mm. And, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, you know, a risky sorry, and. So I, I actually think it. I actually think we were doing it on purpose because with this, you know, the basic theory that if we keep them way back pinned. in there, pinned yeah. in there, they ain't going to score any points, which is kind of incredibly negative way of looking at things. And I think, you know, then it got to that point where it was just the next one and the next one and the next one, and it was it was just getting boring. It was just yeah. unbelievable. And I, I actually felt sorry for Will Porter because he'd clearly been told to do that. Yeah, yes. I think yeah. I mean he's a good scrum up. anyway. But of course, the point of that is that if you then make one mistake and don't kick it long, which is what happened with Shidi, Malin's then suddenly saw an opportunity, scored, and as soon as we they scored. That whole strategy went out the window yes, because, yeah. because they'd scored. The whole point was we didn't want them to score. And then, of course, we did what we always do is that once we seemed to get behind a little bit, we then started making mistakes. We'd been pretty disciplined for 30 yeah, minutes, yeah. disciplined in a very negative way. You know, we didn't want the ball. We didn't yeah. want the ball at all. And I was wondering, where's this going? You know, mm-hmm. are we re- literally trying to win this 3-0? Yeah, are we yeah. going to try and just get a penalty in their half? And... Mm-hmm. and so I can kind of see what they were doing, but it just seemed like a very odd on a firework spectacular night as well. So, and of course, but then that was the problem. You know, then Malin scored. And then from that moment on, I couldn't see us winning.
3: Well, and then we could, again, it was only minutes after that, wasn't it? The line out, that we had a line out. And actually... As soon as something, then, ma-
1: as soon as something matters. Yeah,
3: can... absolutely. And then obviously, Byrne was searching for the ball, wasn't mm-hmm. he? And then he ends up finding the ball and then he, he just takes himself off, gets isolated... And I mean, he runs into Ben Earl. Of yeah. all the people to run into, <laughs> it's Ben Earl. Then Saras get a penalty. And uh, to be fair, Alex Good, we all know how brilliant he is. Yes. And he, he didn't miss a kick all, all game, no. did he? No, no. And already, from, from that point of being quite disciplined for 30 minutes, then we're, we're like, what, 10 points down. And the game's already starting to slide away from us. Yeah, and I mean, um, Saracens
0: then had another penalty, didn't they, to make it 13-0 at half halftime. Uh, Miles, they, they they came out and really, um, more penalties, 43 minutes, 49 minutes, 19-0. I've seen a bit of chat. I mean, Pat, in his post-match interview, mm. was kind of saying, "We, you know, we were the ref was kind of against us we, said we got killed by the ref. Killed yeah. by yeah. the ref to oh, okay. quote him, yeah. That's yeah. Quite, is it though. I but, don't know. But, but I mean we, we didn't feel that on the day, did we? There were, we weren't talking about the ref making bad decisions. I I mean I didn't see that as a fan. No,
2: no. absolutely, I fully agree. I mean you know, to suddenly get what, three, four penalties in, in the space of fifteen minutes was just disheartening for the fans to see. Um, and we didn't score subsequently did we till about fifty four minutes. Um and it was just worrying you're right Lee. we know how good Alex Goode is with his kicking A oh, Goody is Goodey good good oh, yeah. good well, um, and he was just absolutely fantastic well, let's be frank he's not their first choice flyer no, is he? no he's absolutely.
1: their first choice half is at Twickenham. He's playing at Twickenham so he's not a regular I mean he's a great kicker that was clearly seen but he's not even a regular kicker and, he's all, and you made that point as well, Tony. He's none of this bending over and hiding. He just stood up and kicked it over yeah, in the middle of yeah, the post. Yeah.
0: yeah. And, I mean... He's old school kicking, yeah. isn't it? Have a look at the ball, have a look at the post, yeah. kick it over.
2: And even his worst kick, hit both sides of the sticks and still went over, didn't it? he? Yeah. It yes. <laughs> Which
3: just summed up, you know, <laughs> how, how it went for us. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, there's, Sorry, Tim, just a, it, we were just talking about social media, and there was a lot of people saying... Well, it showed uh, sorry showed us that much respect that they were kicking the ball and, you know, kicking the penalties mm-hmm. instead of going for the corner. But I think they realised that it wasn't their A team that were out there and they they didn't have that so much confidence. But I think we all agree they they could have gone up at least two or three gears yeah, in that same. game yeah. at any point at any point. So you know, it's it doesn't that really doesn't wash with me taking taking the penalties and you know adding the adding the points on, but. I think either way we would have got we we would have been beaten quite convincingly.
0: Yeah, yeah. And Pete Thacker comes on disallowed try. I think that that seems disallowed fair true, enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but then the the old driving mall and um we we go over. Thacker scores 19-5. Did you think there was a flicker <laughs> of hope there?
1: No. Not really. I I was I was I was nonplussed by then, Tone. I, yeah. I'd been, I'd, I'd had many things that gone wrong by then, as you, as you heard earlier. But I, I, don't know. I, I, it was great. It was, you know, it shows that we're not completely useless as a side. We do have, we do have, we did fire some shots, <laughs> but we were, we didn't. Uh, it, I didn't really feel I was like what Lee said I, I felt that Saracens if they really started getting a bit worried they, they would have just gone up the gears a bit they would have shut the game down mm-hmm.
3: Thacker was but, pretty Thacker was good. Yeah, was. and that was, well. yeah, yeah. that was a plus
1: point it was exciting I mean it wasn't completely du- it was so. It was dull in the first half dull absolutely everything there was nothing interesting or good about the first half the second half ironically where we then started losing mm. the game I we actually did see some positive stuff so yeah it was nice to see Thacker But but why not start him like yeah. why is it and I you know I haven't got any evidence of this so it's just seems like all these players play well when they come on we need them playing well right from the beginning making a difference from, from minute one really.
0: yeah yeah uh, and then another couple of penalties uh, takes it to 25-5 uh, and then Lee get a consolation try at the the end it was uh, nice to see Ben Solomon uh, actually getting on the score
3: sheet it was. It was a nice little pick and go, wasn't it? Mm, and yeah. um, and again, I think Facker had the ball, didn't he? And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah. But yeah, I was amazed that actually he did. And he does seem like a nice kid, actually, John J. Ben Solomons, doesn't he? Ben Solomons. But I was surprised he got to the try line because <laughs> you can remember when he, when he first came on, mm-hmm. I think he'd been on the pitch for about a minute, and then he got cramped. He did. <laughs> off, didn't ah, he did. I, I was thinking, what, what the hell's going on here? Yeah, but, um, but yeah. He I shook mean, that off, didn't he? Get taxed, he, he did, and, and, got and in on, all fairness, it? it was really great to see a youngster come on and, and get his, you know, get a try, and, and well-deserved. And, and that's the positive I'm taking. We won that last half an hour, 10 points to six, boys. So
0: yep. stick that in your yep. pipe yep. and smoke it. Well, oh, there, there we are, and... Uh, I think it's fair to say, Miles. they they kicked back to us. And then actually we we played some really nice rugby, running the ball. Like, you know, we talk about the Bears way. Mm. That was the Bears way of, you know, three three years ago, or two, two, three years ago. Uh, Lots of play, quick to the breakdown, quick ball. Uh, Unfortunately, it came to an end when there was a knock on, but... You know why the hell didn't we do that for for the first seventy eight minutes of the game?
2: I mean, I do not know. It was a little too little, too late, wasn't it? And it, that we'd love that sort of last ten minutes of play. I mean, um, we'll come on to chat about player performances, but we had some pretty swift backs, you in, in know, didn't we, on Saturday night, um, in the likes of Ibotore um, uh, and. Um, uh, Diego Bailey, <laughs> when they got the ball, of all 30 seconds of the whole game, looked on fire. Um, and we'll come and chat about performances. And we just could not believe between the four of us why the wings were not getting a ball for the entire game. Um, it's, it's just beyond me. Uh, and when they did get the ball, they looked absolutely on fire. I, the game plan was bizarre.
3: Well, again, it was a lack of plan B, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, if yeah. you're kicking the ball and it's not working. Kicking the ball, is not working. It's, you keep repeating it. And then when we actually did see, I mean, in between looked, well, I mean, Plus. he's got some serious pace, isn't yes. he? And Diego Bailey as well. And they must have been the most frustrated players on that pitch because all they're doing is watching the ball go over the top yeah. of their heads. I did feel as if they probably didn't need to
2: be on the pitch half well, the time, did yeah. they? Could have been sat in the stand just having a chocolate bath. I mean, I suppose if 15. you'd
1: argue the first half they did defend it, you know, they they I were did. pretty good under the yeah, high yeah, ball. Yeah, yeah. Bailey made a couple of really good tackles, but I mean yeah. that's kind of basic what you expect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like if we were missing tackles, we'd be upset about it. I I got an interesting theory about Bailey. And it came from my missus who sometimes is sees things that I don't see at all. And and she came to the game and she her I, I went home moaning about how we didn't pass to Bailey and you know every time especially in the second half, we we were it was becoming a bit of a kind of game of bingo, isn't it? It was like mm, yeah. it's, it's coming, it's coming. Oh no, it's not. And she reckoned that they didn't trust him. She felt she reckoned that they didn't want to pass to him. And that was her impression, just a totally cold view. And it made me think, that can't be true. But then I thought, well, you know, maybe this is something to do with the cl- a squad, and you know, right. he's, he is a fringe player, and maybe just in that subconscious thing. Do you know? I don't know. That I, was just I, their I, impression I... from a cold thing. Is that they didn't like, they didn't look like, you know, they cut inside. But there was at least three times in that second half, in front of us on the dolman, the ball was getting spread wide, and he was ready for it. Mm. And whoever had it, it was a four. Someone cut inside and took it back into contact.
3: I know what you were going to say,
1: Tim.
0: I, I I don't think that's the case. I mean, if you're if you're selected for a team, they're professional. He's in England under twenty international. Um, I I just think again, it's decision making, and mm. um, and then you know on the other wing you've got Ibatoye who is you know Premiership experience. Yeah, yeah but he got the. I mean, I mean the he did get first, the ball a bit more. First ten minutes, he had a couple of breaks, didn't he? And he, he was just striding through mm. tackles yeah. I mean I do think one of the and I mean we'll come across to, to the player performances but the little bit of ball he got I thought mm. he, he, he really made a difference mm-hmm. um, so anyway let's, uh, let's talk about those player performances then if uh, Pete you want to take the front five uh, Miles you take the back row and uh, half backs and uh Lee, you can talk about um the three quarters and fullbacks. Um
1: Well Pete hey, I mean first thirty that. minutes, I mean it bypassed most of the forwards because the ball was going back over their heads the whole time, so it was quite hard to make any judgment. I I I think and then, you know, our line out looked very, very solid in the first first thirty minutes. We didn't miss a line out, the cement mixer came on, we haven't seen him for a while, you know very good and then I think we had then one in the 22 <laughs> and when it really mattered and it got overthrown we lost we, possession we went to the back we went we? to the back now I understand why it goes to the back because you know it gives you a bit of a better pivot to attack the line and if you go safe to two it's easy to defend them all but I mean it just I just thought oh God, you know this is like well done, Gloucester Well don't done. Do that. that was close. Gloucester don't do that. Exeter don't do that. You know, on a We do it on a regular basis. And the thing was, this was the first time that our little kick kind of tennis strategy had actually worked. We finally got some serious possession in their 22 and threw it away. And it's like, well, if that was the the game plan, was to try and get some possession in the 22, why are we throwing it away? Anyway, so... But we've, was got, right. we've got to mention Ed Ames in that line. Act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, good. Yeah. And, and I was going to say, come on, to say you know, that the forwards didn't do anything wrong and I felt that they were a, a good match. But, and you know, but Batley, I think, you know, we're lucky to have him. Aren't we yeah. lucky oh, to yes, have him? Yes,
3: yes.
1: Mm. I mean, you know, we are lucky to have him. Uh, Holmes, yeah, stepped up in, Um Tyack, you know, he looks as if he's at home, proper Cornish boy and one yeah. of my mates Mark Neal, I've mentioned before, he he actually chatted to Tyack's dad apparently after the game and Tyack was saying that, you know, he's a bit of dreamland that he he didn't really get a look in under Jonathan Thomas at Worcester. Next thing was he got unemployed. next thing is he's playing the uh, the league leaders. So I think yeah. and and he, and he and apparently his dad told Mark that he likes scrummaging. And that is what we want. That's oh, what yeah, we've yeah, been yeah. saying for well Two years, Tone? Yeah, yeah. A yeah. scrummaging tight head who all he wants to do is scrummage. And yeah. I, I actually wondered why he went off so early. Mm. Did we need to take him off?
3: Because the scrum maybe, maybe went a bit was, dodgy after Maybe that. it was minutes. Could was be. Scary. I mean, they
1: know. They monitor that. So, yeah. And then back row, I st- I'm going to say it again. Why is Bradbury playing at six? I know. I know. Yeah. No, I don't know. That's,
0: it was crazy. Why is he playing yeah. at six?
1: I, I, this is a, a question I'm putting out into the He's ether not fast <laughs> enough
2: to play six. Because, <laughs> Sorry, and
1: the answer that... Because because
0: Fitz Harding's playing at eight is not a good enough
2: answer no. to me.
0: No, and one of the questions I want to pose is, why are you doing the back row? Because that was Miles's. Oh, I forgot about that. So my question yeah. is, I'm sorry,
2: sorry. <laughs> why is Harding playing at number eight? and <laughs> 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 at number six? You tell me, Miles. Uh, anyway, I couldn't... I mean, I what, uh, that, that's absolutely fine, mate. They had a, yeah, they had a great performance with the positions they were in. I can't remember why Thomas and Heenan had a swap at only 48 minutes it wasn't any injury or anything because we were 13 well obviously, 16, we need a, i know he did a bit of a change and then dt's are proven. you know he's he's great um yeah i thought harding was Yeah, harding was good he had uh, a solid performance and bradbury at number six did did the job um, he made
0: an incredible tackle didn't he on bed in the first half oh, oh, yeah yeah it's uh, yeah. a great play. Beautiful. yeah, yeah. But, but,
1: Play your great
0: players
3: in the right, right positions.
0: Position. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Harding started at six yeah. he, he
3: did, when he yeah. broke into yeah. the team. Yeah, yeah. and, and Blindside's I mean, perfect for I him. He yeah. is. I mean, he's got the speed. Harding's yeah. got the speed. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Bradbury's got the, the strength. Yeah. he yeah. Yeah. the muscle, he's, isn't he?
1: He even gets his head in where it hurts. Yeah. The open side.
3: You know. Bradbury gets <coughs> the ball and runs at people. Harding does everything else. That's the thing that I can't work out. We're like it's not just us saying that no, no, most no. of the crowd in front of us was saying it so why can't Pat see this well yeah, there's a plan somewhere but we'll never know will we yeah.
2: anyways, anyways anyway, moving on to the back the halfbacks I thought Porter had a great game <laughs> I mean I think we had predicted he would potentially start uh, a
3: great game well it's Miles' view yeah. well, yeah.
2: Fair enough, view fair sorry step back step back okay his kicks his box kicks were occasionally a little bit long as I suggested earlier but I didn't think he really put too much of a foot wrong no. um, so maybe not a great game but did, did nothing particularly wrong that solid was, yeah, yeah solid, solid
1: game is that was be. the game
2: plan <laughs> he was told to employ and he did that moving on to Shido who I do not think had a great game we discussed the kicking tactics which probably that was in the game plan So, and he was told to do it did not work his kicks from hand were poor. He missed line-outs, which, as we know, led to the first try. He missed two very... I don't know. I'm not... I'm, yeah, not no, it I'm easy, going to say on. this. He t- it, kick, it was it, easy. He missed two, two easy kicks. Yeah, uh, to convert. brought to exactly the same position on the pitch. You may be on the stand one in, tra- in, in windy conditions. The second one, not acceptable. Um, so, and it, it is basically... You know, his rush defence was just poor, kept popping it out because he was almost scared to keep the ball and go into contact. Odd decisions, throwing the ball through legs instead of just uh, diving on the ball and keeping it safe. Um, not a good night for
3: Sheedy at all. And, yeah. See, th- th- absolutely, inherently, that's where the, the whole tactic thing breaks down. Because if we're playing a kicking game, Sheedy against Alex Good. Mm. <laughs> and there's only one winner in uh, yeah. those two. Yeah. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So ultimately, that is a, f- a absolutely flawed plan. plan. And Sheedy's a- not executing the 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 kicks the way we need. Who was him it in the first
1: it? half? Someone smashed a massive spiral all the way down. Was it Was it, was it, 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 was it Yeah, annoying? yeah, it was like, great
3: kick. Like <clears throat> a be- like, you know, beautiful kick.
1: A spiral like that. Is gets you good distance, and I, there seems to be a lot of our like over the top kicking, like top top spin kicking. Yeah, I'd like, I, 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 I don't think I, I don't know whether I've seen Callum do a spiral. Mm. Anyway,
3: anyway, mate spiral do want, gate. <clears throat> do you want the backs? I, I'd love the backs. <clears throat> yeah Okay, so we're going to give Joe Jenkins a little bit of a, a, a break yeah. because obviously he's on his debut. Young, nineteen bad, yeah. years yeah. old. Yeah. it was yeah. a tough, tough, tough gig. Got bashed to the head, didn't he? As
2: well, yeah. I think.
3: Yeah. yeah. And I you actually,
0: you're, you're facing up against Elliot
2: Daly.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the, the experience and the class of Daly. I mean, you know, I, I thought he actually, <coughs> Joe Jenkins actually held his own. And I thought he, he, you know, he stood up and, and I think that was as good as you could actually expect from from a young lad in that position. Um, personally, I thought Evertoy was was brilliant. When, like the little chance that he did have on a ball, I thought he was fantastic. I thought the kick in was great. I thought when he had the ball in hand, yeah, he was safe under the high ball with the ball in hand. I thought, I mean, that's the type of guy who's going to get the supporters up and yeah. running. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? And mm. you know, I can't wait to see him in a Bears shirt again. And I, I'm hoping that he's going to get a lot more opportunities for the rest of the mm. season. Um, I thought Sam Bedlow was good. I thought he was, he was better than solid. I think he was trying to, you know instigate things in the centre and obviously when you've got a young lad alongside you there's that responsibility as well so you're kind of covering two two spaces there and I, and I thought Bailey did, did well was he
1: doing the kick was he doing the restarts <clears throat> well yeah. he, no, he did later on he did didn't he because he's, yeah. he's
3: our best short restart oh, without a doubt yeah um, I actually thought Bailey again played well the, the, you know he was isolated for a lot of times but he made some brilliant tackles. Yeah, there was one um, tackle. It was a bit of a last ditch. Thing. It was. He brought the
0: player down, didn't Absolutely.
3: he? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and that that was a standout, you know, because, again, Surrey would have scored five points then. Um, and I thought, again, it wasn't really Luke Moorehan's best day at the office, but I, I thought he, he was still steady. Um, defensively, I, I think, I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I don't know he had much choice, chance to do
1: much in the first uh, no. half. Because he either had to kick it, because they were doing the same thing. They yeah, were kicking long. Yeah. You can't run from, like, your 22 without, in, without, with a kind of, unless you kind of had a couple of phases. I I, I think he, he did try and run it a few times, didn't he? got tackled. I yeah. I, I felt, I didn't really know what he was supposed to do, but I, we just didn't create any chances I, for those boys to get the ball at pace.
3: <clears throat> and I guess for me, it was kind of, we were asking... Pat Lam was asking our players to do things that don't really come naturally for, for, for their...
1: He was basic. I think he was basically trying to minimise our loss. Yeah. It was mitigation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I understand that... I can understand why you might think that when you look at you know, the injuries we had and stuff like that. But, you know, really... Season okay. ticket holders, we pay a lot of money to go. Fireworks spectacular, and your basic game plan is to try and
3: minimise your loss. Well, oh, I would rather we sent the team out and it went down fighting yeah, and trying mm, mm. than than lose in that respect. Oh, you know, yeah. I I would I would rather. I mean, rather
1: we could have tried it, run it a bit, and then if we realised it was a bit risky, we could have then done the kick Absolutely. in for about half an hour.
3: But Absolutely, but I think the trouble is we're we're talking we're coming off the back of like the Newcastle game and then. Um, who did we lose to before that? And yeah, is Northampton. Sorry, Northampton, oh, Northampton. Northampton. Yeah, and and I just I I do feel that there is an element of like let's just minimise this defeat, well, you yeah. know, rather than just just letting the, you know just letting the players play and I can understand understand whatever it. the plan
1: was, it didn't work, did it? No, again no, no, it Didn't work against Saracens of the first game of the season when we no. kicked the first half and lost the second half. It was virtually exactly the same. And that didn't and work either. And so, that's not
3: that's not down to the players. That's down to management. That's no, down to I,
1: mean, I, I don't, I've, Sorry, I didn't mean to go on you about Will Porter. I, I think he didn't have a great game because he wasn't allowed to have a great mm. game. He had a great game, set, I think, in terms of what he was told to do, yeah. which is to kick it as far as possible into their half, mm. which I'm sure is not necessarily what he would consider to be greatness, but there you go.
3: Yeah. And, the, and the, the thing about Pat Lamson, ref killed it for us, That that's... No. When managers excuse, start talking about to excuse the language, but that's complete it's bullshit just, and we're yeah. not having that. Yeah.
0: Mm. No, uh, uh yeah, again, I, I just I just feel sad that the Bears way, that that kind of cavalier rugby that we were known for mm. that that kept defences honest just it won us things. The, yeah. We we just seem now to be back in the kind of average tactics and we don't know how to switch it up. And we fans have been talking about this for for what, the last two seasons that, that ability to have a plan B is there's just a plan yeah. A, you stick to it for eighty minutes. And if you mm. have the if you have a boring
1: plan that's not exciting, then get a result. Because yeah. we have got no results no, either. I mean so.
2: we're like we like we've got the nice static back line in the
3: league at the moment, don't we? It's just well, we've yeah. we've shipped two hundred points now, is it yeah. something like that in something like like five, that. four or five games? I mean that's just unacceptable. That's that's just not on. Yeah. And the thing is, I know you know in mitigation, we've got loads of injuries, and we've got star players out. Yes, I know that, but we still got. We, we should still have a team that can perform on the pitch, and at least have a have a go. And if we if we fail trying, mm. at least well, we've had this, a go. Mm.
1: Wasn't this the whole thing that was supposed to be different about our squad? Is this whole culture thing mm. that, Absolutely. by definition, was raising up? It was not about individuals, but therefore, it's not about. It individuals being good or bad it's about everybody raising up the collective so uh, so when we don't have our star players suddenly that thing not count anymore because Mm. oh no we can use that as an excuse it's I don't know I mean I'm it's very all of the sound bites starting with fireworks spectacular <laughs> yeah. is are all starting to wear really thin at the moment it's just becoming I mean it's actually becoming
0: embarrassing because other clubs are laughing at us
2: yeah oh yeah. I agree
0: okay well let's uh, let's move on you're listening to Bears Beyond the Gate a Bristol Bears podcast made by fans for fans we're available on Apple Podcasts Spotify Podbean Buzzsprout and many more platforms you can contact us with your comments and ideas by email at bearsbeyondthegate at gmail.com on Twitter, we're at Bears Beyond Gate and on Facebook you can like and follow our Bears Beyond the Gate page. Okay, just a round up this week, then. Um, the other results: Saints beat Exeter 26-19. Uh, Sale won 27-17 against Gloucester. And uh, those that can't be mentioned, um, got an away win at Newcastle 10 points to 17. So uh, that means that Bath now uh, are above us in the table. They're 8th, played 7, 13 points, and a points difference of minus 18. Then comes Bristol on nine, played 7, 13 points, minus 77 points difference. And then oh, below, below us, Irish played 6, 9 points, minus 37. And Newcastle played 6, 9 points, minus 37. Uh, well next week is round 10 clearly we don't have a league fixture mm-hmm. but uh, bath take on Tigers Gloucester play Falcons Exeter versus Irish and uh, Surrey's play uh, against Saints so um, you know the league table could look a lot worse come uh, come this time next week. But what we've got to look forward to, and uh, let me come to Pete, is the Battle of the Bridge. Oh, what? It's Bristol versus Cardiff
1: on Friday Hang on a minute. Not another soundbite. The Battle of the Bridge. I mean, to be honest, what does that mean? What, what are they saying? Is there going to be a fight?
2: Is that what it is? Because yeah. actually, t- of, of course,
1: clearly there isn't going to be a fight because, because when they say stuff like fireworks spectacular, there isn't a fireworks spectacular. So thankfully, by saying Battle of the Bridge, we know that there won't be a fight. But actually what there will be, boys, is a battle to get to the stadium across Brunel Bridge. Yeah.
3: Because I can
1: guarantee that the only organisation institution that is annoying me more than Bristol sport at the moment is Bristol City Council Amen <laughs> and, and, and I've got to credit that joke to Mark Newell who texted me that today it's a good <laughs> it's a good gag the battle of the bridge I mean, the battle of getting over Brunel Bridge anyone
3: that has spent all weekend oh. in gridlock I don't want to talk traffic. about it I know it, South it, it, has, it has been horrific hasn't it I think no. I think we've all been stuck in it at some point and oh my goodness yeah.
0: Miles, let me come to you. Um, Bristol versus Cardiff, I think it's great that the club have managed to get yeah, this game on. So um, we've got this yes. instead of the Worcester game. Um, but how, how do you think Pat is going to approach this uh, as far as team selection? <sighs> Clearly, I think uh, the this is Friday night. The yeah. following Thursday, we're entertaining South Africa in front of 27,000 <laughs> at Ashton Gate. So... What's your thoughts on team selection for, for the Cardiff game?
2: Um, I get the impression that this might be a bit of a sort of Prem Cup team coming out here uh, on Friday <laughs> <What? night. laughs> Oh, my God. I know, I know. Well, listen, um, the big gig is the South Africa gig, right? They, and they, I've got a feeling that's not going to be as right. big a gig as what they we've been told. They plugged it massively. and we well. come on to chat about this next week. This is sold out. And, and, you know, we can't put out a tin Bot team there, can we? Play, fans have played a lot of money to go to that. But
0: according to the official uh, image yeah. that they're still promoting, we're going to play in last year's kit. Against Southampton. Oh, know if anybody spotted no, that, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. so it
2: might win. spot that as well. <laughs> but you know what? This is this is a great opportunity this Friday night to uh, blood some of the younger players, and I think because of that, um, and the lack of actual ball time they received yesterday, I'd be hoping to see players like Bailey again, Ibertoye, who appear in match match fit, um, star again, and maybe some of the more the Fringe players I mean it was great to see Lloyd Twinkletoes Lloyd come on wasn't it Yeah was, got um, get a couple of Welsh you got, boys in you know, yeah. Get a couple of Welsh boys in Him play maybe Bates on Jenkins again if he's fit because he, um, he passed his HIA didn't he and came yeah. back on um, and I don't know other than that um, I don't know maybe we'll give a, some of the sort of what's left of the first team sheet uh, a rest to sort of play the South Africa game the week after but it's a bit of an unknown Do you know team what? sheet. Sorry, I was going to say, I don't care who he picks. I just don't want to see
1: one box kick on Friday. Yeah. Oh, what's, what's, there's no point, is there? No no, Let's just play like a bar- no, it like the Barbarians. If they don't play like the Barbarians on Friday then I don't know I, I mean that would, we would have another goat to start next I year.
2: mean I, I can't imagine expletives coming out of Pete's mouth if we don't
1: anybody who <laughs> yeah.
0: likes to watch rugby and you can bet he's going to go in oldie and get some, get chocolate some cheap off, chocolate on the way down um, yeah. you know and,
2: and some, uh, some you're <laughs> about to say
3: something Lee <laughs> no I was just saying I mean these games are brilliant for, from the point of view whoever plays is Bristol-Carniff yeah mm-hmm. uh, and those it those, those it Anglo-Welsh yeah those Anglo-Welsh games I mean they're, they're always I mean I loved it when we played um Ponty Prieve, you know in the in the um in the cup a few years ago and Ponty Yeah, well we British and Irish cup wasn't it? Remember when we were in the championship? Long time. Mm. Yeah. And then we played that and then we we had about like there was about five players yeah, sent yeah. off for some ridiculous one, wasn't it? <laughs> that really was about. It was, it was yeah. I mean just those those games, you know they're always as a Bristolian mm. you know playing the Welsh sides are always it has always been historic mm. and um, so it'll be it'll be fantastic to watch at least if nothing else whoever plays
0: but I, th- I think there are some positions and clearly um, you know I think we've got is it, we've got this game on Friday we've got yeah. South Africa on the Thursday and then I think there's a Premiership Cup game on the Saturday mm. well clearly you know that we'll, we'll, mm. we'll talk about that next week but I think realistically they've got to protect some players and pete i'm not expecting sheedy to to feature because i think if he gets bashed up against cardiff mm-hmm. yeah then we're really going to struggle so maybe you know do we see one of the young fly halves come in um evidently yohann lloyd is it's no longer a fly, idea, fly yeah. half no, but no. i mean he was fly half cover yeah. here and actually i thought he, he Play pretty well and look quite confident good, on the pitch against took a good Saris.
3: Mark early, didn't he? he, did. and he uh, did. Even though it, it did come back for a series pen. Mm. But
0: and I think the other thing, Pete, is front row because you know we we are struggling, and you know can you afford to throw the likes of Tyack and you know m- maybe a Woolmore or a Jan Thomas in against Cardiff, or are we going to see some of these university boys? Are we going to see the oh, the university is, boys? the um, the uh, ben, ben Solomon Beners. brothers yeah. because I mean yeah. they started at loose and tight head in yeah. the Premiership I mean,
1: Cup I wonder if this is one of these games where Pat's on the blower to die young and just saying look we want to get a good game here Let, what are you thinking because yeah. I, I, I'm thinking these I'm thinking the Ben Solomon boys I'm thinking maybe Burn I don't want to I want to but I don't want to be overpowered in the scrum Mm -hmm. because we want a good game why not I mean I don't care if I I never know about that but what wouldn't what we want what we are desperate for after the last few weeks is a good game of rugby where we see just kind of some structure a plan and if they can somehow engineer that Mm. so yeah I agree with you we want to you know, Tayak is now pretty much you know, promoted himself to, uh, nice. to our best tight head. <laughs> so we want him against that. We want him against the, you know, well, it won't be the bottom squad, will really, it? But, you know, whoever they put up. So I think he has got to be rested. But, you know, is Laheef injured? For a long time, I mean, he was well, on. We
3: don't, know, the movie movie. We don't
1: yeah. know anything. Oh, funnily enough, we have yeah. no idea, do we? Yeah. So, but
3: the beauty of this is, these games is, is we can actually all switch off.
2: Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. For, for I'm actually games. looking forward to it. We yeah. could drink lots of beer if they have some. Yeah, well, well, nice yeah, nice I'm no, out.
3: yeah.
1: But you're right. It's going to have to be a, a pragmatic.
3: Is anyone going to Cardiff Farm Spark Park?
2: For the, for the return, that's well, in February, well, isn't well, it? Let's think about it, it nearer the one. time. My yeah, fancy
0: yeah. Well, could let's do. let's yeah. worry about that maybe in <laughs> January or February because <laughs> yeah, we time is ticking yeah. on. Um, so I mean, we're not going to do score predictions because yeah. who knows what team Cardiff sent? Who, who knows what team Bristol put out? Can we do, but, but do kickbox? Box, box kickbox box kicking predictions? No. Well, no, you know I'm the thing is, I I I hope it is like a barbarians game that both teams play really attacking rugby. My worry is that will it be a kind of actually we need to practice the box kicking and that's what For we're going to do against Cardiff. But yeah. let's let's yeah. hope that that's not the case. So we've got still got lots to get through. Um, we're recording this at Leeds on Sunday night uh, and we've just seen England narrowly lose to Argentina, 29 points to 30. We won't talk about the game really. Obviously it was disappointing. Eddie Jones comes on at the end and gives a almost like pat interview, I think. You know, you can see the similarities there about two teams that are, in my opinion, underperforming. Um, But what I did think was Sinclair probably had one of his best games uh, in an England Mm. shirt for a a couple of years, and Genji looked up for it as well. Um, Thankfully, neither got injured, um, and they, I think, both... um, uh, credited themselves with the, the performance so I think from a Bears point of view that's really good other internationals uh, games uh, AJ McGinty was a sub uh, USA won Again. 68-14 against Kenya uh, yeah it's a sub but whether they knew yeah. that they were always likely yeah. to steamroller Kenya yeah. and wanted to keep people fit for the Portugal game mm. um, and Portugal won the other one of those playoffs 42-14 so it's a round robin tournament so yeah uh, Clearly, it's it's, it's likely to be USA or Portugal. Uh, And Chris Veewe played 80 minutes against Italy uh, for Samoa. Italy winning 49 points to 17. Um, Other news this week, the the accounts were out. Let me come to you, Pete. Um, They showed that we had a record turnover, which was good, 14.2 million. However, we lost 3.3 million. So, um, your are
1: well, thoughts I think, on that? I, I'm not an accountant uh, economist, but I would suggest that means that we're paying people too much money, <laughs> and it's not our fault. You know, with the salaries are uh, even with even I suppose there's a salary cap there, but it clearly, uh, you know, we're getting big. We, you know, we've had big numbers at Ashton Gate. Mm. Clearly, that's not enough, is it? And and it just shows that the the problem that we've got with with Premier Rugby's not enough money in TV, not enough money and anything else. And, and if it wasn't for Steve Lansdowne, you know, yeah. giving us... I mean, there was quite a lot of talk of, sort of intra-sort of trading, wasn't there? And I, I didn't really... Read, I saw some comments and just a lot of talk about intra-loans, which essentially, <sighs> I assume, means Steve Lansdowne, you know, come within loaning ourselves stuff yeah. that yeah, yeah. doesn't That's have like to it. be paid back for a long time <laughs> at low-interest <laughs> rates. And, it, you know, we've got to be... brilliant. We've we, we you know, despite all our, our moanings and bits about the other, you know, we are in the sense in a good position in terms of the bigger picture, but we, we we've got to be realistic yeah. well, about, Excuse about me, it, lads. realistic about you know the business side of it, which at the moment is is mm. is is losing money. And, you know, Steve Lansdowne did that interview earlier in the summer where he didn't say he was gonna pull out, but he's kinda of saying he's ain't gonna go forever mm. and because I'm not gonna live forever, so therefore there has to be a sustainable model. So you know,
3: sobering, realistic. I don't know
1: what the words are for it. But, no, I uh, think that's just. Thank the, God it's Steve. Mm, it's
3: Steve is, we trust. Indeed. It's kind of, you know, we're not, we're not just talking about Bristol Bears now. I think we're talking about, obviously, Rob Baxter had come out with stuff in the press on Friday about Exeter Chiefs, which, you know, I think we all agree were pretty much the best run club in yeah. the country. And if they're struggling as well, I mean, it just goes to show that the whole model, as we've already spoke, spoken about for weeks and weeks on the pot now we need we need more investment just think how
1: much, how much how big how much more the turnover could have been if they actually sold beer until the end of the game and pasties
3: yeah and
0: did a decent firework
3: display did a decent, year yeah. in year, in, year is, out Miles was on for at least four points, I reckon last night uh,
0: yeah okay uh, let's move on because there is still a few things I want to cover uh, Lee let me come to you Noah Heward um, has joined us from Worcester Warriors on a two year deal it, uh kind of utility wing fullback 22 years old. Your thoughts about that?
3: Uh I don't know too much about the young lad, uh I'll be honest, but I mean Bowl counts from from what I've heard he's a decent player. My own, my only concern is that he still looks a little bit nice. He looks a <laughs> bit, you know, I and I mean that with the best intention. He just look I I want us to sign someone a bit of filth, you know? I want to mm. I just want to sign a player who's got a is this the Withywood boy I mean, coming it, well, out? of course it is. I mean, He's got a scar got, or two on his we, face, you mean. But well, we've it? got so many nice yeah. players, haven't we? And I just, yeah, I just want us to sign someone who's, who... You just look at him and you think, oh, my God, I wouldn't want to meet that geezer down the dark alley. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah, welcome to Bristol, and, uh, and hopefully he'll, he'll do a job for us. <laughs> and, and, and,
0: and, Miles, if I come to you, I mean, we still speculated that Jack Willis might be a possibility. I mean, yeah. from what we've heard now... Basically, that was all going to be around. If Dan Thomas uh, went to Scarlets on a a more permanent uh, basis, that's not happening. As far as we know, the Jack Willis deal is completely off. And then, you know, that has there's still a little bit of money, and that's why Hewitt has come in.
2: Yeah, quite possibly. I mean, it's um, I'm not sure. I mean, you know, we we love DT, don't we? And it was a bit puzzling why he'd gone off for two weeks and then. Subsequently, it was a, clearly a trial, wasn't it? a lot of
3: people did think that was just genuinely a couple of a two-week loan, but they, but there was a bigger picture to that. Well, I think yeah, there was yeah, a bigger absolutely.
2: picture, and and Scarlet didn't see enough really to buy him out of his Bristol contract. Uh, and as Pat had, had already said, that there was just not enough money in the cap to get Willis on board, and that's that's a great shame. And some other clubs going to snap him up, aren't they, after the autumn, autumn internationals? Um, yeah, and, you know, and we've got a utility back because of that. And I mean, he might feature next Friday, for all we know, um, and God on him. But, yeah, Don't I'm a bit... Gu- God, I'm God, a- on I'm him. Good God on him. him? I'm a bit <laughs> oh, to- He's got God on his side. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's absolutely.
1: I'll tell you what, that could be the missing link. Absolutely. I'm
2: a bit, a bit gutted just that, that, that really the rumours weren't true or the fact that we just haven't got the money that Willis is...
3: Seeking employment elsewhere. But, but would you have been happy to lose Dan Thomas for Willis? Yes. Would really? you? Yeah. Now you see. Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't. You would Would you? I, no. no. What?
2: Just like for like. Well, injury prone. Has been great yeah, Okay. Player. Yeah. Great yeah. Yeah. But the injuries would what worry yes. me.
1: Wow. I. I mean. Okay. In, that injury. Ingo in, okay. That was pretty. Cool. That was unlucky, his bloody knee getting slapped in half by this Italian bloke.
0: I've got uh, to say, I'm with Miles. I love Dan Thomas. I think he's been a great servant for the club, but I think if you pound for pound, it would be
1: Willis. um, But not others. I mean, could there not be another back row that could have potentially gone maybe, I don't know? And then, and also, how's, how's Dan he Thomas knows. feeling now about mm. the way oh, yeah, he's absolutely. been? How, how his how his uh, value absolutely. is in the club? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I know, I'm sure he's a really nice. He seems like a really nice guy, and I'm sure he's a really good pro. But <laughs> whether or not it's true, the fact people are saying that, you know, he, he yeah, was the yeah, yeah, sacrifice vice yeah. Willis, and oh no, now come
0: back. It's like you know, yeah,
2: hmm. yeah.
0: yeah. Hmm. Uh, OK, let's move along then. Um, in the During the week last week, the under-18s had an excellent 41 points to 7 victory over Exeter and the development team also played Exeter I think this is mainly the under-17s and they won 21-14. So, Pete, the future looks quite yeah. bright, as we've said on a yeah. few pods and around I, yeah. uh, the under-18s. Yeah. And, the I think, academy.
1: and I think actually raining it all back about the problems we've got at the moment, I think this is the future and actually we were so the whole infrastructure of the academy and, and everything was so denigrated when we were down for 10 years in the championship that actually I think we also do have to take a step back and be realistic that the, the malaise that we have at the moment is because it, that hasn't caught up yet yeah. and yeah, people yeah, are saying yeah. "Oh, why can't we get you know people coming through but I mean it takes time it does take time you have to create and going back I think you do have to create a real culture <laughs> of that so perhaps this is the, the real bright thing is that we clearly have got but we can't expect 18, 19 year olds en masse to come it's up bad. and perform. But yeah. that has got to be a. it has got. That's the only thing, really. Absolutely, that yeah. we can the, the positive thing we can say that that's where it's going to go.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. And then just to finish off, um, uh, we'll talk about this next week, but it's uh, the Bears versus South Africa. It's sold out now, so that's going to be oh. quite an amazing night. 27,000 at the gate. Um, but you will, if you haven't got tickets or you can't get to Bristol for the game, you'll be able to watch it on Bears TV for £4.99. But after fireworks spectacular, uh, I, I, I'm i hoping this isn't just someone uh, in the back of the South Stand <laughs> with an iPhone uh, broadcasting uh, this. So let's hope that the club do actually do a decent job uh, and all the the back-end Works, mm. um, but uh, certainly for uh, us that will be at the game, uh, it's going to be quite a night. Mm. Lee,
3: I just want to end on a positive note mm. from an England point of view. England women's rugby getting to the to the World Cup oh, final. Great! It was a fantastic weekend. I mean, genuinely. I mean, I don't think I've watched two better semi-finals in England, Canada, which was. I mean, that Canada side. Oh my goodness! When they go professional. They are going to be a force, and to follow that, New Zealand against France, and that was an absolute ding dong. So, congratulations to England's women uh, yeah. getting to the World Cup final, and hopefully, next I think it's next Saturday morning, six o'clock or nine o'clock. Then we'll uh, we'll be raising a trophy. Let's hope so. And uh, the Bears
0: women that are in the uh, in the squad, and uh, yeah. we we will be talking about that next mm-hmm. weekend on the pod well that's it for this show if you like what you've heard please subscribe and leave a review or rating for us on your favourite podcast platform we'll be back next week with our thoughts on the Cardiff game and we'll look ahead to that much anticipated game against South Africa at the gate until then goodbye stay safe and come on Briz hello
3: <laughs> That's gonna be stuck in my fucking head now.
0: Right, are we ready? Yes. Hello. <laughs> <laughs>